Hello and welcome to another edition of the Meeting Minds Business Podcast series. I am Santosh Kumar, uh, the host for this podcast. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about organizational culture and its impact on business and its impact uh, on business performance. Uh, there is a growing opinion that we cannot set aside culture um, if we were to look at uh, an inclusive uh, organization. Uh, uh, you know, just being discussed at various forums and platforms um, by business leaders, HR leaders, um, behavioral analysts and psychologists. So let's first understand when we talk about culture, what do we mean by that? Um, we mean values, behaviors, beliefs um, of us as individuals and uh, of leaders and employees in case of an organization. There are some characteristics of culture which can be evident, but uh, there would be uh, some which would be hard to define. Uh, and sometimes it could be a challenge to analyze the organizational culture. But I feel it's still a worthwhile exercise because understanding culture can help us identify which of it is actually working and which may need improvement or transformation. So uh, let's look at some of the key attributes uh, of an organization. Um, the best way to analyze a company culture is to explore some of the key attributes of an organization. For example, how are decisions made within an organization? How do employees feel about change initiatives? Um, while each organization's culture is a mix of different attributes, um, I'll lay out some examples which will facilitate a deeper understanding of our corporate culture. You know, I think one of the most important aspects uh, or, or attribute of an organization is how involved are the leaders, you know, because they are the key catalyst for driving a particular kind of culture. They model corporate values, deliver feedbacks that change employee behavior. Uh, when we look at an organizational culture, it would be extremely helpful to observe uh, whether a leader demonstrates the behaviors that are needed to support the culture or if they take do as I say, not do as I do approach. Um, that's very important. So the involvement of leaders is an extremely important attribute for an organization. Second key attribute would be decision making. You know, uh, when we look at the role of critical analysis and the degree to which multiple stakeholders have a voice in decision making, we can pick up useful clues regarding the type of organizational culture that exists. For example, a centralized decision making may be more prevalent in a hierarchical culture, but the same organization may have pockets of consensus driven decision making. Right? How people communicate is another attribute uh, which reflects an organization's culture. You know, how employees communicate internally says a lot about its culture. Uh, and it could be really helpful to observe not only the most common forms of communication, for example, whether most employees communicate face-to-face -face or via email, but also the degree to which open, honest, and two-way communication is common amongst employees and their leaders. Um, so communication is another key attribute. Uh, another attribute which is, which is a buzzword, uh, I would say, in today's time 
is how open are they for innovation, right? Uh, when we analyze culture, um, it's also helpful to note how an organization approaches risk and evaluates new ideas. You know, a culture of innovation is not limited to just startups as innovative cultures in companies of all sizes share attributes such as embracing risk, accepting failure, and routinely experimenting with new ideas, right? So you know, being open to innovation is definitely an important attribute. Uh, next, very, very important uh, aspect uh, or attribute for an organization is their approach to learning and development, uh, their approach to being a learning organization. Uh, it's imperative for organizations to have a culture of continuous learning. Uh, uh, and typically, uh, it's an organization where employees and leaders seek out opportunities to acquire new skills and knowledge that will help them improve their performance. Uh, to better understand the culture, one must examine the variety of learning and development opportunities which are available to the employees and how they respond to their opportunities also defines how great your learning culture is. And I think the, the last important attribute, uh, and it's, uh, I wouldn't say the last important, but the last uh, attribute would be its approach to change management, right? Change is the great constant and how organizations approach um, will define how a company culture evolves. Uh, if leaders and employees resist change or rarely talk about it, that could be a sign of a more rigid culture. Alternatively, if change is welcomed and the organization has a strategy and detailed processes for managing it, then a more flexible culture may exist. And uh, so now that we have understood some of the key traits of an organization, uh, let's look at the steps we can take to successfully improve our culture because you know every organizational culture has room for improvement and if we look at uh, the aspects uh, by means of which we can successfully improve our culture uh, it also allows an organization to evolve innovate and grow um, so I think the first and foremost step should be to identify the culture gaps you know today we have aids of tools like surveys, assessments, to conduct a gap analysis to fully understand the culture the organization has today and how it compares to the culture we want. A gap analysis not only helps us define the existing culture, but it can also deliver new insights into the employee attitudes and beliefs that might have been previously unknown or misunderstood. So identifying the gaps is an important aspect. Then the second part should be, uh, how do we develop a plan for a new culture? You know, once we understand what kind of a culture we desire, it is imperative to develop a strategy for achieving it. Um, transforming a corporate culture isn't easy and it will always require new skill development through training to help leaders and the employees develop the behaviors required to succeed. And finally, the most important step to me is to reinforce the new culture. You know, um, 
when you have sustained culture change happening, it requires that leaders continue to model desired behaviors and leverage the skills and knowledge they have gained to support their employees. Reinforcement can significantly help in the process. These tools include mobile learning, multi-rater assessments, and culture impact scorecards that help manage culture on an ongoing basis. Uh, how do we build a thriving culture? Uh, you know, culture is unique to each organization and analyzing it as a process of observation, asking questions and using tools to identify a variety of organizational attributes, regardless of the type of organizational culture you live in. The one we strive for will be the one where we provide the necessary skills, tools, and knowledge, and the freedom to express uh, their voice. Uh, and depending on the size and the degree of transformation we would like to achieve, there are tools available to help successfully analyze your culture and if needed, change it. So a thriving cultural innovation environment is essential. Why do we have to undergo a cultural transformation? Um, I think the reason and the foremost reason behind a culture transformation must be to achieve the corporate objectives. Without its impetus, there will not be sufficient motivation to maintain necessary momentum to create lasting behavioral change. The specific objectives will depend on where your organization currently is and where you want to be. And they might include goals such as improving safety, delivering excellent customer service, engaging employees, fostering leadership excellence. Regardless of what our corporate objectives are, they must be clear from the beginning so we can use them as touchstones throughout the process. Um, when we know as to why we need to undertake a cultural transformation, we also must know how to achieve a cultural transformation. I think a successful transformation requires full engagement and buy-in from all levels of leadership throughout the organization. Leaders play a vital role in modeling and coaching the desired behaviors that will permeate the company. Without a commitment from leaders to transform the culture, employees are not likely to make lasting behavioral changes on their own. Uh, and once we get all the key players on board, we must create a roadmap that addresses the following questions. First, the assess scenario, right? You know, we must have assessments to diagnose where the organization is today, vis-a-vis -vis where we think uh, it is. Because you know, our perception and the reality can be different. Leadership sometimes has a different perception of the culture. So it is important to collect accurate data and input from the organization in order to determine how most of the organization perceives the company culture we must use the following transformational tools to get started. I mean, surveys, focus groups, interviews with high potential employees, one-on-one -on -one interviews with executives, and I think the online voting platforms would be a great idea. And gathering this information will help us successfully take on the next step of culture transformation journey. 
After we look at the as-is scenario, let's look at the to-be scenario. Uh, we set organizational goals and objectives so we know that we have succeeded. This might be a market expansion, becoming innovative leaders in the industry, or standing out as a company that provides extraordinary customer service. Or it could be just higher employee engagement and lower staff turnover. Whatever our specific objectives are, they must be clearly defined so that we know what success looks like. The next uh, aspect is change management. You know, we have to clearly articulate the reason for the change. This includes communicating both leaders who will support the transformation and employees who will have a hand in making those transformations happen. And examples of reasons could include fixing a problem or filling a gap, capitalizing on an opportunity, entering new markets, attracting and retaining top talent. And I think the most important aspect of uh, cultural transformation would be the line of vision. You know, after determining where the organization currently is, where we want to be and why we want to get there, the next step is to create a line of vision from the beginning to the end of the transformation process. Once we define a path, this line of vision must be continuously highlighted so it stays on top of the mind throughout the transformation. This can be achieved through periodic check-ins, milestone celebrations, and measuring success along the way. Finally, it's extremely important for organizations, its key stakeholders, leaderships, its employees, its partners, its vendors, that investing into organizational culture is the most important investment an organization can make. Um, you know, simply put, culture transformation is the collective shifting of individual behaviors to support a shared goal. It is a demanding process but can be achieved and is highly rewarding when done properly. Therefore, start by knowing exactly why a culture transformation is necessary and then answer the listed questions. Once we do, we will have taken an important step in the process of shifting our organizational culture. Um, hope this was an exciting um, uh, introduction into organizational culture. I look forward to everyone's comment. Um, the podcast would be available on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And um, I'll be back soon with another uh, topic. Uh, thank you and have a great day.